Because he only, said himself he got drunk. I only drank half the bottle. By the time half. we get done soon. Ooh, what is that? I'm a Pinot f- Grigio? No, this is no, this is a the peach man off. I'm gonna say that's vodka. I, was, I, was, I know that bottle. I was just making that a is joke. not wine. Because <laughs> I got like some strawberry lemonade stuff in there, and it goes really well with the vodka. And what I love is that like this is like censored. It's like not sponsored, <laughs> so I can't show you. <laughs> mm. See, my water comes up, you know, hey, that Becky, way too. Let me ask you. Yeah. There's some challenge, um, like shit going on. Apparently, calls are going out. <laughs> And everybody's acting up. Drama. So I seen the Tory thing. I seen the Jemmy thing. Ooh, I watched I, the, the I watched the whole thing. TikTok thing on the Tory and Jordan and Jemmy thing. Wait, what happened? Jordan told Jemmy his side of the story. Jemmy told all of her fans on her Patreon. Tory didn't like it, so Tory told Jemmy stuff, and then Tory posted like text between her and Jordan. I didn't see her post. Okay, text. Jordan actually also went on his own live and actually tried to back Tori up. He said that the information was skewed by. He, he's the one Jimmy. who set Jimmy off. Let me ask you guys a question. Jimmy taking all of this beef and putting it on her Patreon and making money doing it. Does this make her an asshole? No, because no. it's what the fans want. It's what we would do if people would pay us mon- tons of money. True. She <laughs> she's a basically a podcaster. And that's what I'm saying, though. She has she has a re- she has resources and she's using them because it's not like she's using them for herself to build clout. She's giving off, and even though a lot of people think that, she's giving information to the challenge fans. Like people want that. That's why they pay for that. That's like like if if you wanna if you wanna know the secrets, you're gonna listen to Johnny Bananas podcast. You're gonna pay for Wes's podcast because you're gonna know things that super fans don't know. So if Jimmy Jordan, wasn't wrong while doing this. No, no, if Jordan didn't want this information spread, he shouldn't have said what it to the biggest big mouth in the entire challenge history. Absolutely. Jimmy. He he pretty much co-signed this. I I, exactly. I I think he was okay with Jimmy knowing and having it and everything, but I don't know. It seems all weird. According to her, he Every, said that he okayed her telling information. Every, I think he didn't like the reaction that Tori had, so he's trying to save his ass. Sorry. And and maybe like the reaction like all the fans had every video TikTok every message I've seen from it everybody's like oh I blame Jordan for all this like like and then like the, I, I don't know like I'm not I, I know I feel like, bad for Jordan how is that right I, I know like we we, we talk about Tori a lot like how she's like having fun being a single girl but then everybody's like it's impossible that she would have been still in a relationship with Jordan when she went over on vacation with Fessy that's not possible and it's like. She cheated on her boyfriend with Jordan. That's right. how they got together. Allegedly. No, Allegedly. that happened. No, that happened. That, that happened. That happened. I mean, well, she she denied it, but this all got aired out on what the Vendetta's well, reunion. Dirty Thirty is Dirty Thirty. Her rookie reunion. season. No, she said that they weren't together on the Dirty Thirty season. They probably still hooked up. Now, whether they're talking about timelines and bullshit, but either way, yeah. Derek, whatever his name is, last name is Derek, Henry. whatever. Henry, there he is. There's a respect on his name. Whatever his name is. Derek Flop. Floppity Flop. But anyway, uh, he he was dating Angela while he was dating Tori, too. So he cheated as well. Oh, yeah. We're not not excusing that. That's not not excusing the behavior of men. What it is, is it's that people are saying it's impossible to believe that Tori would have cheated on Jordan, but she kind of cheated on, you know, 
Derek with Jordan. And even if it wasn't. She didn't say she did, though. She why never would said she? she did. Why would you? Why would you on Bachelor be like, yeah, well, I you guys cheated. said they admitted it. She never. She admitted fucking no. Bessie. <laughs> we didn't say that they she admitted it. Jordan. We didn't say we, that she admitted it. We said that they did. Like, hang on a second. If you go back in Jordan's history, Jordan doesn't protect girls that he that unless he's like with True. them. He doesn't just like, okay. you know what? Like unless he, protected, he, wants, he wants to be with them or he is with them. It's it's once he is. He he protected John A. He protect he well, he really didn't protect Laurel because she protected herself, but uh, and then he protected protect Tori. He also protected what was her name? Kayla. He really liked Kayla that same season. Yeah. That he hooked up with Tori. So yeah. He also hmm. protected, I think, Jenna too. I think he really. Well, liked that's. Her. I think that Jenna's like Jenna's an exception to the rule. She's just well, like yeah. friends with everybody. When it comes with Jenna and Kayla, they're pretty cool. They share one brain cell. <laughs> they are I'm joking. I'm joking. I love them both. I love them both. It was. Just, I know you love Kayla. Thing. I'm laughing because I don't like Kayla. I do. No, I do love Kayla. It was just an easy joke to me. Um, but I feel like we should maybe jump in because we have a lot to talk about. No, I've been drinking and I took off work tomorrow and I'm ready to get it in. Well, so, did you not I, hear there's more Fessy drama? Yes. I don't really care because it's he's not relevant right now. Yeah, but... Like, Amanda's I, but, relevant and this Tori Jordan stuff. Well, relevant. Amanda Jordan well, is well, there. Well, it was the Fessy and Jordan. Natalie Meta thing. Fessy. And Apparently, the question is, yeah. is Natalie using this as a... as a, a Is she being an opportunist? At using this cast and call period Wait. to get some clout to get back on the show. Time out. Time out. Oh, Tyler's, Time Tyler's out. uninitiated. First of all, um, who's Natalie? Second Natalie of all, Negrati. Natalie Negrati. Um, that's a uh, Big Brother Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it's hard to remember um, some of these There's people. A lot like, of unless, unless, oh, well, no, she's but not like, that hard to remember. But like, <laughs> no, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, oh, she, oh, she's. Uh, that's what you were saying. Oh, oh damn, that's what you're saying. I think there's only three Natalies anyways. There's there's Big Brother Natalie, there's Survivor Natalie, and then there's American Ninja Natalie. There's oh, we just call that remember. Natalie Ninja. I know, but, but I'm anyway. saying like there's there there's no there's no real world or challenge Natalie. There's just Right, them. but is my guess that you're unaware of what was going on between her and Amanda and Fessy. Okay. Um, is this having to do with this like rumored X's three season that I'm everybody's talking about. There's a rumor, but they said, but according to Gamer, that's it's not an X's season. There's no X's season happening. It shouldn't right be. Now. It's a it's a lame ass season. But anyway, uh, from what we heard, Fessy went to Texas and was trying to hook up with Natalie, and I think he actually did complete seal the deal. Wait, uh, I, and Natalie I, put I, pictures uh, of it up. I, I, I don't, don't know, know if he actually did. I think he just. She said. Flowers. She said that she. Hooked I thought. Up I. I thought she was. I thought she dated mm, women. I don't think she actually. She's said pansexual. That. What's okay? I'm really. Um. She I live dates in a, everybody. I live in, okay. So she's. So she's bisexual. She dates gay, straight, lesbian. Uh, it's a trans. true definition of she, I don't have no. Whatever type. your definition okay. is, okay. she will date you if she. I think it's like attracted to like personalities or, or something like that. Can, that's how she did describe it. Real quick before we go on, so people don't. I live in a very like secluded center of the nation, so I don't know a lot of things. I'm not judging. I just don't know for those listening and can't see like the confusion. You're fine. You're fine. Well, on YouTube, they can see the confusion on my face, but audio only. They're just like, "What the fuck's up with this?" No, no. I just Google I don't know. is my best friend. I have been. <laughs> I researched into it when this thing started coming out. Okay, and there's so many so, different so, so alleged, a, 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 alleged <laughs> banging. 
going on. At some point through the, at some point during this episode, I'm going to need you to confirm if it was actually sealed to Dale. Cuz I don't think it was. I think he was just texting her and got her flowers. Why would he why would he do like, he has so many other options for like a potential exit season anyways. Well, well, one. Well, they're claiming she's using it for potential exit. <gasps> oh. Right. Cuz it's coming oh. out now. See, I'm but, not used to this. I feel like we don't do this to the guy or the guys in the challenge and we say the girl's trying to use them. Like we always say the guy's using the girl, I feel like. I'm not used to this. Yeah, but the it, thing about it is she's probably she's probably been sitting on this for a while. And now that calls are going out, now it comes out. It could have came out anytime. And she apparently exposed some text between her and Amanda where Amanda was no, pressing Amanda, her. No, Amanda posted was like, those. Uh, what's going on between you, you and Fessy? Amanda posted those. Natalie, I guess, posted something because people were talking shit, basically saying that she's doing this stuff. And mm -hmm. obviously, so she rebuttaled, not just to them, but also to Nat to to Amanda, who was mm -hmm. liking mean tweets about her, allegedly. Uh, people online have been saying no, she, stuff, so I saved the truth shit. to clear the air. Ain't that serious? I told you what happened on the phone. You're pressed because I spoke out as well. But she also stated uh, nothing would have. I know she said in another tweet, nothing would have happened had I known the situation between you two. Oh, I think she just talked about flirting. Okay. That's um, what she said. Real quick, here's the problem with all this speculation. She already has, if an Exus season existed, which it should never, Exus should never be a season again because they don't cast it properly. Um, but she already has a really good partner anyways in Johnny Bananas. Like, why would she want to like compromise that and go with anybody else? Like she has a partner already. Like... I mean, at the end of the day, I think Natalie would be back on the show had she wanted to be on the show. She works with Viacom. She yeah. helped cast some of the seasons that they're doing for other shows. So she's involved. And I know well, she's she openly said, listen, I don't want to do the show anymore. She said it outright. Now, mind you, if that mindset that was has after, changed. That's after Glittergate, right? That was after that was actually I think she said that was her last season before Glittergate came out. But she was like, I'm done. I don't really want to do this anymore. I would rather she I think she felt like she wanted to be behind the camera. It's possible that maybe she's changed her mind. But from what I remember, she was getting calls. She was saying no. Whether they stopped calling is a different story. But I'm also hearing that Polly and Kara both got calls for this next coming up season. No, oh, that got wasn't you. a phone. Sorry, I dropped my drink on my table. So that's why it. Um, ah, that's where the vibrate came from. Yeah, sorry. Um, All right. Okay, I thought you were talking about me. I was no, like, what no, the fuck? No, no, Am I over-talking? Um, what the hell? Here's a quick here's Just a tell quick me thing. to shut the fuck up. <laughs> now, even though I don't think Natalie is that entertaining of a person on the show, like, and that might not be, that might be not be, like, her fault. That could be, like, production and the way she's shown, if, like, right. we're being honest here. But she is the type of athlete that you think that they would want to bring on now that the show's in this more athletic direction. She's like a perfect fit here too. Absolutely. Which Natalie? She, gymnast Natalie. Negrati. Negrati. She's, okay. She oh, used to be a cheerleader Natalie. and like a gymnast. Yeah. yeah. So like she's an athlete. So like it would make sense for her to be on the show now. But yeah, I didn't. I don't know. That's just an interesting thought for Sorry, me. Sorry. Now that you got other Natalies coming out, I'm thinking, wait, Survivor Natalie, which I'm really surprised she's not back. I was. I was well, really hoping for her to come back soon. Well, she, Hopefully she I mean, will. Okay. Yeah. I preface it. Survivor Natalie, Ninja Natalie, Negrati. I think we covered a good amount of the, uh, you know, all of the ongoing and Twitter stuff block. that's coming out. Um, I know there's something going on in Real World Homecoming about the whole uh, 
you know, ice cream oh, rape thing. And that's really awesome. I haven't been watching Real World Homecoming, but I'm very interested in seeing that now. But before we go ahead and jump into episode 18 of season 37? 19? I think it's 19. Is it 19? I think, I think it's now. 19, I think. Let me double check. I think it's 18. It's 18. It's 18? Uh, okay. I want to go ahead and jump into All-Stars 4 and just do a quick speed run of some of the biggest moments. Um, you guys ready to get into it? Let's yeah, do it. I'm ready. Are oh, we doing All Stars yeah. first? Yeah, we're doing yeah. All Stars first Let's because otherwise first. we ain't gonna do All Stars. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> all right, we're gonna be so tired at the end. We're like over it. Bye. <laughs> These are fa- see now you're seeing it. All um, right, let me go ahead and bring this in. So dramatic. <laughs> I was hoping he, I was hoping he had like a special intro for All Stars, like a different <laughs> intro. Not today. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> What's really good, pastors? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is the very, very best of us. Becky at Gift Master Bex. What's really good? Gang, 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 gang. <laughs> All Stars starts off. MJ is trying to solidify his alliance. He got Kohada, Darrell, Derek, and Brad. One hell of a fucking alliance. And uh, Jody is definitely there on the on the uh, outlier. He, he does this Maya. every time he plays. His game has never changed. It's the same <laughs> game he's always... And does it, it bite is. him in the it ass? Is. And, and I'm glad you said that because that is very true. And like all um, he does is he goes, let me put guys that are better than me at this. And then eventually I'm going to be on the bottom is what he always does. Like, You're selling him short. He is a challenge champion. Te- te- yeah. Yeah. Technically. D- yes, he is. The gauntlet two technically had a final. Technically. <laughs> Yo, you still hot about that, but it's the worst final I, of all time. We've already talked about this. It is absolutely the <laughs> no. worst. God, it was so bad. The worst final of Fucking all time doubloons. was final reckoning. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. No, they, Gauntlet they 2 was food, the worst. They ate food, and then it was over. That was it. It was a wrap. Oh. It was the most anticlimactic. Sh- granted, granted, they pulled a bad move, but still, it was just but fucked still. up. Anyway, Nehemiah hears them plotting, and hears MJ solidifying this alliance, which he probably should have done in a more hush fucking tone. Um, yeah, maybe in like quarantine, off. where you had two weeks to establish this before you showed up. Yeah, exactly. What? Uh, he, he runs off. He tells uh, Steve, Cax, and Melinda. Sorry. And that's his crew. And that's something I didn't like. I mean, yeah, you got Letarian, Steve, Tech, but Jesus Christ, if this is your fucking alliance, it's going to take you to the end. I mean, I mean, Letarian has his, his strengths. There's a difference, though. Do you notice that MJ put himself with guys that are way better than him to protect him? Nehemiah put himself with a lot of people he can beat. Yeah, exactly. Letarian is the only one to give him a trouble, and that's only in the physical elimination. Yeah. Yeah, 100% right. I um, see there. <laughs> so, before we get to the daily, Derek and Nehemiah, they uh-huh. have this, you know, Derek tries to tries to make nice with Nehemiah. Uh, Nehemiah is definitely not trying to hear any of that shit. Um, and, you know, he tells, he pretty much tells Derek, oh, hold on a second. He pretty hold much on, tells on, Derek, 
you're not that guy. You're not the mastermind. You're not, <laughs> you know, the one to figure out and do all this politicking. And pretty much shits on him and just, it confuses Brad like it confuses most of us um, with this whole Nehemiah versus Derek thing. Now, I, I Derek makes sense to me. Now, listen, <laughs> Derek has thrown Nehemiah in on multiple occasions, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's because he's thrown him in before. It's, it's easy to say his name, and there's minimal blowback to saying his name. To me, it strikes me as Nehemiah takes this rivalry with Derek a lot more personally than Derek. I think Derek yeah. takes it as like, oh, this is kind of jokey. You're a rival. We can go against each other, make some good TV, go back and forth, yada, yada, yada. You ask Nehemiah, and Nehemiah's like, fuck this guy. This guy's a snake. And you I know hate why? him. I hate him. That's a problem. Huh? When, you, when you try and play with a man's money in his pocket, you know, something's going to happen. It's like, it's like grabbing a snake by the tail and being like, this is fun. Don't worry about a snake. It's okay. And then they bite you, and you're like, why would you bite me? I was just whipping you around. It was fun for me. The scorpion and the frog. I don't know what that's the reference is. It's an Aesop fable. Oh. The uh, you've never heard uh, this the one? Scorp- No. Okay. This is fun. All right. So look. What? So the way the Aes- hold on. Poor shot. Bed- I was say, you think you would know this? It sounds Bed- like something you would know. Yeah. <laughs> being from Bed- the backwaters. Bed- All right. So so this is how it goes. Uh, there's a scorpion. <laughs> he has to make it across the pond. He asks okay. all of these animals, "Will you take me across the pond?" Everybody's like, "Uh, no. You're a fucking scorpion. We're not taking you across the pond." A frog or sometimes a swan says, you know what? I'll take you across the pond. You're not going to sting me, right? Scorpion's like, no, of course not. Puts the scorpion on his head, starts taking him across the pond. Halfway across the pond, scorpion stabs him in the head. And he goes, what the fuck? You stabbed me, we're both going to die. Why did you stab me? He goes, oh, I'm a scorpion. It's in my nature. Yeah, okay. I've never heard that before. Really? <laughs> no, the, that's, a, this, is, this is good. Love War Aesop Fables. Yeah, ASAP <laughs> Malik. But if, if we remember, here's here's the thing. Even Scholar. though it appears that they have kind of buried the hatchet um, with Wes going on Challenge Mania, Wes and Derek have had a rivalry for a very long time. Absolutely. And Nehemiah and Wes are really good friends. Nehemiah was his minister at his um at his wedding. Is that what wedding, they call him? Yeah. Or what do they call him? Um, is it minute? No, officiant. Officially, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah he, he was the one that married Wes and his wife. Like, that's just, you know. And so I think that probably carries on in some manner, you know. And, and Nehemiah, Nehemiah's always went against, um, back in the day, Evan, mm-hmm. huge. Kenny, didn't like him. Bananas, didn't like him. And Derek's yeah, the in that group. So, he's very uh, counterculture. And he's kind of the opposite of what we expect from challengers. He's yeah. very zen-like. He tries to be mm-hmm. very positive. Well, until somebody calls him out. I mean, (laughs) remember he got in trouble in that one season because he was putting up affirmations on the wall and everybody's like, is that about me? They made made fun of him. They made fun of him because he was doing that. And he got, yeah, absolutely. Because they were like, oh, he's talking about me because they're a bunch of babies. Because Evan Evan is not a very secure man in the (laughs) challenge house. He gets paranoid. But anyways, continue. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. No. Water, right? Let's go into this All-Stars Daily. Today's Daily is going to be called Bright Skies. This is a trivia challenge. We've seen it before. Try to remember exactly which season it is, but we've seen it before. They're hanging on the side of the, uh, on the, side of the building. Way too fucking close to comfort. I but, think you know, was, they got to reel them in. I think it was Dirty 30 we saw it, and you can give an X, and when they pulled it, your bridge or something. Yes. You see it just like your bridge but, goes back. But, but or... it's also way before. 
like way dirty before. Dirty. Um, could be you know any season between five and eight. So we yeah, see, there's. I, yeah. I know. Oh, what was the season where? Um, I think it was the same season where the girl tried to kill Veronica. Oh, uh, would Julie, Julie try to kill Veronica? Julie, I believe yes. that would be that was Gauntlet One, One or Inferno One. I think it was Inferno. Yeah, Inferno it's one, one. Of those super early because it was badasses yeah. versus good Inferno, guys. Inferno One because Gauntlet Inferno one, one they were in Denver, they were in America. Exactly. I remember that. So we definitely seen this before, and one of the things about All Stars is I love seeing these old school uh, dailies and these old school eliminations coming back. So. They're doing trivia, and let's talk about it. Katie freaks the fuck out immediately. She's going in. All right. I like Katie. I like Katie. She is- I'm on Katie's uh, side. Huh? I'm on Katie's side. (laughs) For what? Screw production. No, screw production. I was was pissed off the whole time. At the same time, me too. If you don't want to do it, you shouldn't have to do it. I was really happy that Kendall stood up for her. Like, hey, Mm -hmm. she wants off- let her to fuck off. She's willing to go into elimination because of it. Guess what? It saves all of the women's asses and she's happy and feels safe. Um, I didn't like it because it got to the point where she was screaming and obviously hysterical. You can see the fear on her face. Exactly. Like. And that's not a good look for the show. That's not a good look for her. It's not a good look for anybody. Um, and uh, you got to weigh this with, you know, oh, maybe she should grow up and just do it. You know what you signed up for. But at the same time, no, if she wants to fuck off, let her off. She's screaming. You got to stop it. So uh, shame on production for letting her get that far. She also did say when teachers like, all right, you're going to elimination. She goes, I don't fucking care. I'll go into elimination. Like she's not trying to not do a challenge and also avoid elimination. She's like, if I don't do this today, send me in. I'm okay with that. And that's the part where I'm like, okay, cool. Like you understand the consequences if you're going to refuse to do something then right. I don't care that you refuse to do it. Like, you're not being a baby about it. And Katie's not going to complain afterwards that she's, no. you know, in elimination because she knows what she did. Can so I say one thing about Katie? Sure. I think this is the best she's ever looked. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but I think Katie looks fantastic this season. I think compared she's to anything, to... I've, anything I've ever seen of her in the past. Older ladies there? Even, I'm just, no, I don't know what it is, but I'm just saying she, like, like when she's in her 20s, nothing. Maybe it's because she was always like, Always like trying to wrestle and always drunk and cussing, but like she just <laughs> she looks healthy. She looks like she's in control of her life. She doesn't look like she's out paranoid all the time. She just she looks good. I she's don't know what it was. Very I just, mentally good place. I mean, I think her. Yeah. you know, she's got a great marriage. She's got great kids. Her life is stable, so it's not like a situation where mm-hmm. she was when she was younger, where her main things were partying, fighting. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Always now, a I, good look. I will say that this this uh, trivia challenge was maybe one of my favorite trivia challenges ever because instead of there being one answer, there was multiple answers. And so that was like fun. so like instead of you having to have the right answer, you have to it's all they're doing is playing categories. Like a bunch of friends with beers in their hands, which they probably do at the house. But that's all this game was. This was a game of categories. Absolutely. I, I honestly don't I, I get why Katie was scared, but a part of me is like Suck it up, dude. <laughs> like, you're going to win this. Like, this was her game to win. Yeah. And she, she, I mean, maybe it's just because if I, I, I trust in the safety because these people aren't going to kill me on national television or on TV. They're just not going to do it. Accidents so happen every day. 
Yes, but it's very unlikely to happen in yeah. this type of environment. So I'm like, trust your safety, trust your harness, just focus. And if you have to piss your pants, piss your pants. <laughs> do what you got to do, <laughs> you know, because she right. so could have won this. I just that's what makes yeah, me mad. I, I think she did have a very good shot. But before we move on to what happens after this, what were some of your best moments? I feel like this one gave us a lot of great moments. You got um, uh, Jazz, um, Jasmine getting shit wrong because she picked the same Britney Spears song. You got um, Kendall didn't know anything about the SEC. You got Tina's uh, camel toe comment, which was great. And Jane claiming she knows everything about these Harry Potter books and forgets the fifth book. Was it Order of the Phoenix? Order of the Phoenix. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Order yeah. of the fucking Phoenix. And Casey gets her first solo win. So out of the woman's side... What was your favorite moment from uh, uh, from this trivia challenge? I love seeing Casey get really super excited about winning because she has never won as an individual. And it really is a situation where physical <laughs> fitness and, you know, attributes are not the top of what she needs to do. So I was really proud of her. That was one of my favorite things. I actually like as overall, I really like the throw-in of the trivia of the challenge itself because it shows who watched after their seasons were done. Does that... Absolutely. And Tyler, what were some of your favorite moments? Um, Yeah, I mean, I just... I The whole thing, I really... I just enjoyed it. Um, But trivia is always, always, like, always an fun. enjoyable one. It's always good. I don't know what it is. I feel like on if you were doing, like, any other show, reality show, and they did trivia, you'd be like, oh, man, they're doing trivia. Like, we don't really get to... But with the challenge, it seems to be at the peak of dailies. It's something that fans love. It's what TJ loves. It's what the challengers hate. So it's, like, the greatest combination of, of daily. I feel you in that one. For me, I love Kendall just kind of stepping up and just like, guys, cut the fucking bullshit. Get Katie off. Mm-hmm. She needs to get off. Get her off so we can, you know, just do our fucking shit and stop being, you know, assholes about the whole thing. Now, it's time to get onto the males. And the males had uh, a lot of great moments, too. Uh, I love the, um, I love the scene where, you know, they were playing It's Raining Men. I love the <laughs> fact that um, LT said the fastest animal is a zebra, which, you know, off the top of my head right now, probably isn't the absolute worst guess and uh, I love Nehemiah saying uh, Mission Impossible 4 when we all know it was Ghost Protocol. Yeah, but that's feel... still Mission Impossible 4. That's a flaw <laughs> on the system. It, that I, is the I, fourth Mission Impossible. Right. I agree with you. It just wasn't called Mission Impossible 4. And uh, Brad being the first one out because there's people who won multiple eliminations. There was at least one person standing on there with him that won multiple eliminations. And he says, Katie, it wasn't like, eliminations, play... wasn't it? It was, it was challenging. A multi-time champion. Yeah, yeah, multi-time champ. And uh, I'm sorry, that's eliminations? I mentioned Yeah. But you should have known. You, well, you've, been doing, you've been doing this for too let's long. Let's see. So on, on this show, from multi-champs, we have, we have Darrell, we have Derek, Derek, we have Jody, we have... Did MJ win two? No, he's only won one. He's only won one. Nehemiah's only won one. Only one. Uh, Jesus. Kendall's only won one. Katie's only won one. Brad himself's only won one. Tyler's won two. Steve's only won one. Katie won one? Katie won one back, and she won, like, uh, like Inferno or Gauntlet, whatever. Oh, sorry. I was like, what? 
Yeah, back when back when they used to have twelve winners. Like thirty-two <laughs> people show up, eight people get sent home, and twelve of them are champions. Yeah, you want some like, hater shit? <laughs> I just complimented the shit out of Katie, but I'm saying back in the day, that's yeah. Um, yes. So there's only like four options from here. I have to like rethink of over. But Darrell knows not Darrell. Uh, Brad. Brad. Brad knows a lot of well, these here's people. Here's the problem. Brad definitely knows because he used to be married to a two-time champion. But he ain't going to say her name. He ain't going to say her name, no. She ain't deserve to be on the show. He ain't going to let that happen. (laughs) What was the harm? What was the harm? Put your head out of your ass and go with the obvious answer. But this is the main thing I wanted to move on. And and this is definitely a place I want to build some time. So Casey gets to win. And uh, Steve gets to win. And Brad and Katie are going into elimination. Both of these people are very close to Derek and his alliance. Now, when they get back to the house, Nehemiah concocts a plan. He says, we're going to put in Jody and Kohada, who have lifesavers. That wasn't so Nehemiah. So they can use it. Like, it was Nehemiah, was, and Steve, Nehemiah and Steve did it together. I thought well, Casey did, but, came up with that. No, 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 no. Nehemiah came up with the plan, and he blessed it to Steve. This is all Nehemiah's yeah. doing. I don't know. Nehemiah came up with this plan. It. He said, we're going to put in Jody and Kohada. They're going to use their lifesavers, right? They're going to use their okay. lifesavers, and then... Uh, where, where the life shields, and we are going to put up the people who we want to put up. This is brilliant way to eliminate the life shields every Smart. fucking time. Absolutely. First off, this may be, this really, in fact, may be one of Nehemiah's great, the greatest move that this Nehemiah This is his best movie ever made. Best move. It's intelligent. It's effective, and it's so effective. I'm pretty sure we're going to see this or some form of this through every episode for the rest of this season. It was amazing. It now, was what's amazing. Kind of, what's kind of crazy about this, though, is that Nehemiah and Brad are friends. Because Brad's in the same group of friends as Nehemiah right. West. They're all in the same group of friends. So I thought it was really interesting that he wanted to put Derek in. And Brad was okay with it. You know what I mean? Because like, even though Brad's kind of... I think Brad's working both sides. But like... You think Brad would be like, yo, can you get like, can you give me well, tech? I, well, I don't think Brad was okay with it. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. No, I'm, I'm saying... I'm- I'm 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 saying that's what I'm saying. He, I don't think he was either. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah. No, I, don't I thought you said, said Brad was okay with it. No, I mean like like it it it, it seemed it seemed like it seemed like Brad was just like this is what happens. Like you know it's whatever. Because there was no big drama Brad's on it. Save his ass. Yeah, period. I think I, I think yeah. Brad is fully thinking about playing both sides and decided not yeah. to throw a bitch fit because it wouldn't benefit him later on. Just in case he has to work with these people. Yeah, because well, if they said Brad wants to throw a shit fist, we'll throw Brad in there. Shit fist. The shit anyway. fist. Shit, shit fit. fit. The shit <laughs> fit. Me and my brain not connecting with my mouth. No, it's all good. But I love the fact that Nehemiah came up with this and passed it on to Steve. And let Steve pass it on like it's his own, uh, uh, his own fucking idea. He brings us to Casey and Casey's just like, Oh my oh, God, wow. you're such a genius. We're the brains of this operation. <laughs> I found this whole sequence to be 
fucking hilarious in every way, shape, or form. Now, and Katie she was Tell- on board with it too. She was on board. If oh you yeah, of course, get Derek, of course. Because she doesn't she, trust Derek. That's what's funny about this. Doesn't trust him, right? I mean, what the Derek fuck was that about? Is a shady character. I'll Jesus. be honest. You don't especially, get cast on. You don't get cast on Dirty Thirty for no reason. Especially the facts. later seasons, you see, you see the little shady conniving side. I just don't. So <laughs> they put up. So in uh, so in nominations, they put up Kohada and Tyler, and for the ladies. Casey makes a play to knock out Katie and puts up Kendall and Jody. Now this is the brains of Casey. All right, you got the thing going on going on with the uh with the guys. She kind of takes over and sneaks this in and doesn't really give Steve much of a choice. And Steve didn't really protest this enough. I think that there's probably somebody else they could have put in that would have rocked. A. Jasmine. The, oh, a world of people they could have put in. I don't feel like Steve put up enough of a fight. But Casey was obviously making a play. Jasmine doesn't make any sense, though. Because Jasmine's somebody that Casey can beat in elimination. So Casey doesn't want to send Jasmine in. But right. the, like, like, you would say they probably go into most eliminations, and it's a coin flip on who could win. Like, that's what you'd kind of think. So, like, Casey is thinking, like, this is how, okay, we have to remember this. This well, is how. one of them in. I mean. This how the, historically, this is how the female vets play this game. Oh, you're really good. You're a good female vet. I'm sending you in. I'm sending you in so I don't have to go against mm-hmm. you. That's how they historically play the game. And it's always going to be the guys are Did more they like. Do you really think Katie was going to be able to take out Ayana? It's not. Like, but she's not. What if Ayana trips up and makes a mistake? Eliminations I, are a risky spot to be in. Not everybody's an Emmy and goes 4 0. That's not a thing. In fact, oh, but I, this I, was I definitely a miscalculation by Steve because yes. Katie said she didn't want Ken do. It didn't fucking mean that she wanted Ayana, and it definitely, it definitely put uh, um, you know, a, a lot of stress on her. But I'm gonna go ahead and just jump straight into the elimination because we've been <laughs> we've been on this for a lot longer than I thought. So we're passionate about talking. Actually, about before we win. get into elimination, let's get into the vote. For the vote, it is landslide. Katie made it clear that she didn't want to go against Kendall, and they voted in Ayana. Fucking Ayana volunteered. Steve. She volunteered. Great, yeah, Ayana was cool. Job. She was already in uniform. Let me tell which, you. Which, which was a great moment. I, I love the callback. But the thing that shocked me about nomination is that Derek was voted in fucking landslide. Now, this guy's supposed to be a fan favorite. This guy's supposed to be cool with a lot of people in the house. A lot of these people appeared on Challenge Mania. So what the fuck was the deal with all of them? Just like, yeah, Derek. So I actually Listen, thought. we're giving I, you I, money by going on your show. <laughs> I actually thought Tyler was going to get voted in. I thought because, so too. Because historically on the challenge, every time somebody goes, well, let's just put in the gay guy because all the girls love him and they won't vote him in. That gay guy gets voted in every fucking time. Like on the dual one, which is on uh-huh. my TV right now, actually, Tyler <laughs> got voted in. He was like, we listen to the same Madonna songs. They're not going to vote for me. I picked right away. Then he went in. And we see this with Derek on, on Rivals too. Oh, don't worry. Mm-hmm. The girls will protect me. They all fucking send his ass in. They all send in Ryan. It, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, that every time they say uh, the gay guy will get saved by all the girls, they never do, except for this time. I think somebody, it, Nehemiah really went out and I think campaigned for, for, uh, for Derek to go in. Plus, it didn't do Derek any favors to be like, uh, I really thought that I would have like a lifesaver. 
you know, to use. Yeah, and he, then Casey he calls him out himself. like, Ooh, Casey just you have a lifesaver? Yeah, she does. Or they Ca- have a lifesaver Casey's to protect coming themselves. In, w- Casey's coming in with a little bit of a bark. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of like to see it. But the shocking thing is, Power is Derek was, the- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Derek was voted in he overwhelmingly. He has a he has almost a relationship with almost every single person there, and they were all okay with throwing him in. Did this like shock you guys that it went down like this? No, I think they really thought that if anybody could send him home, it would be Brad. Uh, so I could easily see that, but. It makes sense I think, for the guys. I don't think people is that friendly. I, I think that I yeah. think he's garnered it, it's getting some cutthroat. It makes a lot of sense for the guys because the guys are just like either Brad or Derek are going home. Both of these guys are champs. Both of these guys are are beasts. And this is a win for us, no matter no matter who wins, no matter who loses. Now, moving on to the elimination. The elimination is going to be called Wait, There's More. Basically, you got these um you got these weights, you gotta carry them up a, a ramp up to a thousand pounds. And drop them into a cornhole and solve a puzzle. Um, I don't think this is a bad elimination, but I think no. it was just just a waste for the people that who we had in there. We had Oyana, uh, uh, we had Oyana uh, and Katie, and we that had Derek be and physical. Brett. If that was a physical head to head, Katie would have got stomped in any yeah. in any elimination. This was this was a good one. I don't think I don't think not necessarily. If it was something like a looper, Katie may have the speed on her. She's Even also though, half her size. She would have got dragged through the dirt. I don't think it being an elimination fast, automatically disqualifies her. But this and is I where I'm like, why not put freaking John A. I know you said no Jasmine, but John A or Jasmine in because it was much more even. John is good. So John is really good at eliminations. John is well, like really good at everything. I'm not saying she's not. I'm just saying size wise, her and Katie are closer. And so are her and, and um, I just think it, Jasmine. I, I just think it was two girls Casey didn't want to go against. I think that's what it is. Like two girls yeah. she didn't want to go against, that's who she's going to put in. Because if she gets them out, then she doesn't have to go against them. But um, this elimination is good. What I really do like is endurance and then it ends with a puzzle. Like now you're physically drained. Can your mind work? I enjoyed that. Instead of it just being first to transfer all these bags. Like I'm glad they added a puzzle to it. Um which didn't seem too difficult of a puzzle, to be honest. It seemed no, very no, no, it didn't. And when it comes to eliminations, I don't need everything to be physical. Everything doesn't need to be a whole brawl. Yes. But when you have the caliber of Derek and Brad, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I just wanted to see a different elimination. Not necessarily physical. It doesn't have to be a whole brawl or or something like a balls in. But I just felt like uh, I just I just felt like this wasn't the right elimination. Uh, the right elimination for this moment. I thought it could have been something bigger, but I mean, they're doing a lot of like semi like I'm not like carnival games. I mean, the last game they played was freaking tic tac toe, and <laughs> oh god, it's fireball. We didn't even talk Fire. about that. We didn't talk about that. That's probably in like the top ten lamest eliminations of all time. That was pretty lame. And they what said do do? that the, the fireballs re- kept going out, so they I think it was like Jody or something forgot which ball was hers half the. Because the fires kept going yeah, out. Yeah, you, you know what they got to do? They got to start this shit off with a hard brawl. Start it off with a uh, pole wrestler. Start it off big, working some puzzles. But we got tic-tac-toe and this wait-for-me challenge, which wasn't bad, but it's pretty much two puzzles in a row and two puzzles with endurance. Um, they're, they're not bad eliminations, but just not the no, greatest. No, no, tic-tac-toe is a 
terrible elimination. If you're listening, Bonnie Murray, whatever, don't ever fucking bring that back again. It was terrible. <laughs> like, do better. <laughs> like, do better. Like, you have you have years and seasons of like things you can go over. Mm-hmm. Tic tac toe is what you do with your kids when you go to a diner. That's when you play tic tac toe. I know these people are older, but like, I know these people are older, but bring back the old eliminations. Like, Absolutely. balls in. Like, I. The hall brawls. It got to be something. No, that remember you the one from, from the gauntlet where they're hanging by their legs upside down, and whoever falls first. Those. Oh. That is a simple elimination, and it's brutal. Probably not that great to film, but it's it's satisfying. What but about anyway, um on the uh what was it on the island where they had to like lay on those poles and stay upright on those poles without falling down? It was like Kellyanne and somebody else. Rachel, remember. Kellyanne, Kelly Rachel. Rachel, and Ashley. Yeah, Ashley so, from Real World Sydney. It, that, I don't know why I remember was, that. I don't know was why. Great. I it was like Ooh, Lawrence look and at a us. comfort. Ashley with an I. Even I remember how it spelled. I even remember better. the elimination. That's all I remember. <laughs> so but, Brad gets to win. Yep. And fan favorite Derek is going home, and Ayana gets to win. And fan favorite Katie is going home. I honestly don't know how much of a fan favorite Derek is. <laughs> no, Derek, no. Derek's performance. He is one of those guys that like it it seems like when 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 challenges go back in the house or it's like they're all like hanging around, they're all like high schoolers to me, or like college kids kind of type thing, and they all fall into these like stereotypes. And Derek kind of fell into the stereotype of like really good athlete who thinks he's like the center of attention on everything and like he's the funny guy, but he's actually not. Like when he was like jumping up and he was like like when he walked up to Nehemiah, he like tried taunting, like doing that to him and taunting him. Fucking, that's lame as shit. Uh, and then all of a sudden he stood up and he was like, fuck all of you guys. Like he was hoping everybody would be like, ah, Derek's hilarious. Wasn't. And I just think he's slowly falling into this rabbit hole of like living off his reputation. Because last season, he didn't perform worse shit. This season, would he have won if he wasn't with the strongest last female? He went to the final. And got fucking eliminated before it even started. But making it to the final counts as something. See, because there's different. There's like Darrell, there's Brad, and Derek, who've actually done the newer challenges. And I feel like Derek came with a head that was bigger. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, Mm. I've done the newer challenges. Ya bitches haven't gotten a callback in whatever amount of time. You will all lose to me and I'm going to wreck you. So I think that's how he kind of goes in and people aren't down for that. I, I think they're kind of like, you're kind of, you know, you know what? come down. Uh, Bougie. Before Correct. we move to season 37, I, I think I got to figure it out. You're saying you, Powder Ladder is saying. Oh. oh, not me. Derek is giving off peaked in high school vibes. I was exactly what I thought with what he said. <laughs> That's, I mean, that, that's kind of what it's coming across on of like, like when I say he's living off his reputation, like we all remember Derek for being badass, but really, if he's not doing a physical elimination, is he that badass? Where he and has when he's to doing wrestle. Fi- when he's doing those physical headbangers, he is at a hundred, 100%. You can't say there's, like he's in tier one, greatest all time physical head to head eliminators ever. And that's not an argument. But then everything else is like a score of like 40 to 50. And it's just like, yeah. I, I don't think you're giving him enough credit. I think I think he's better than that. But he is known for making great eliminations. When it's, yes. when it's all said and done, and if it's physical, 
He is one of the most entertaining to watch. We Maybe he peaked in college. And we then. love Challenge well, Mania. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he we peaked. We love him. Okay, but here's the thing. Last <laughs> season. We love him. Yeah. Derek is Derek is literally the reason I started watching the challenge. I saw Gauntlet 2, watched him fight with all his life and have the most heart I've ever seen a like a, a regular person have. Not like a, a pro athlete, but just like he's guys not a regular competing. person. He's Polish. Okay, I'm just okay. fair. <laughs> I liked that's fair. it better when he was a bit more humble. <laughs> but but that's my point though. Like in that he drew me into the challenge and was one of my favorites. And then we got to last season, and it really wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. He wasn't like full of himself or I'm better than you and everything. But this season, he just came off as like just this pompous, like like walking with his like suspenders on his hand. Like I, just, I don't know. He just seemed too over the top for me here and it didn't seem like he was the Derek that we all kind of love Very i'm not telling him to, better than you kind of i'm situation. not telling him to act how i want him to act act however you want to want and that's fine with that and everything um but i just i i think he got he tried being too much of what he's not and that is a big time political player and acting like you run the game and that's not how he's ever won a championship that's not how he's ever been a dominator that's not how he's been a fan favorite that's not his criteria of why people love him that's that's my thing. To I think he's a fantastic. Certain degree, to a certain degree, I uh, I agree with you. I just think it's important uh, for Derek to know that we love Derek because he's Derek. <laughs> that's, we don't need he's it. a pit bull. We, we, we care we don't about you, Derek. No, 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 no. But but what I mean what I mean by that is we don't need Derek to be a supreme mastermind or mm. a master manipulator. We love Derek for being who he is. Scrappy. Willing, always willing to take on the biggest guy there and mm-hmm. just not giving a fuck and putting his heart into everything. And that's what we love to see. Right. Um, but also for him as a challenger and during this uh, this second act of his, he may need to develop other parts of his game. And that may be um, uh, the, the social aspect. So we got to see his how social game out. is. His social game is, is has always been fantastic. He's Bullshit. always been. Like- he got voted in by a landslide. This time, because because this this season, but that's like a strength of his in the past is literally guys want to work with him because they just, I don't, they just always do think about how those guys wanted to work with him. And he never went into elimination on the ruins and he got what he wanted Mm -hmm. on the Island and he got to work with everybody and, and everything in the gauntlet, he pretty much got who he wanted, except for Timmy, Mm then the final elimination, like he pretty much. Like when he came on to Infernal Three, he got fucking cheered. They were like, "Oh fuck!" They lost CT, got Derek, and they were to the moon excited. He's one of those guys that people are always rooting for when he's in eliminations. Everybody in the house seems to like him. His social game is top notch. Doesn't get credit enough, but it is. This season, he lacked it by trying to play kingpin. Sure, absolutely. Now this is going to wrap up uh, episode four of All Stars season two. Uh, yeah, nice speed run at like 49 fucking minutes, but... You know what we should do? Maybe, maybe we should just cut this, drop it tomorrow, then add another episode that we drop on Friday of the regular challenge. We have two videos. He doesn't it won't take you much time. It won't take you that much longer to edit. It really won't. It really won't. No. It really, it really won't. It won't. Really, it, it won't. It'll take like an extra like five minutes. Well, no, honestly, this no, episode no, is not going to take that long. Let's just listen, we can speed I'm, through this. Unlike you, Tyler... I love our fans, and I don't mind giving them extra bonus content. That's oh, what I'm saying. We, do, we two episodes in one weekend. That's what speaking, I'm saying. Don't even. Speaking of loving our fans, um, I want to thank all of you guys for leaving all of those YouTube comments. I think right now we're sitting at 97k for biggest bands. 
Um, we love to hear from y'all. Love to talk to y'all. Yes. Um, Tyler, I noticed you on YouTube always responding back. I'm always responding back too. Uh, Becky, feel free to jump into the game. I have responded. I have responded. I've also liked comments. I've responded. Also love hearing from you guys. Also, I wanted to put out. um, Maybe you guys just don't know it's me because I put it on my own handle. um, Real quick before we go, we used to do this. And I feel like, um, why don't we do it again? Um, Do you guys want to talk about uh, Tyler's top 10? Not right now. Tyler's top five? For all stars, it's it for all stars. I dropped it. Just go ahead, just, kick that shit. Just, yeah, all, all, all I gotta do is. Said an hour. Is, is, is this your power rankings? This is my power rankings that I just dropped um, this past him. week, um, and it's just it's just my top five because I'm not gonna go through a whole list, but we'll go okay. my top five. Uh, so the top five. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. I say, didn't Faulty. you just have it? Faulty okay. internet. Anyways, uh, it went. It, it, uh, Steve, Jody, Nehemiah, uh, Tina, and two, oh my god, I don't even know who else my number five was. Ayana, my my videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayana makes sense. She made two eliminations. Got got a lot of people in the house shook. But Steve, as uh, is that in the order? It was. I'm trying to pull no, it up. No, you can't have even... Steve over Nehemiah. Even say... though Steve got the win, Nehemiah controlled how that vote went. I think Steve yeah. is a little bit too high. And Tina, as much as I like her, she's good for TV, but she hasn't really done a whole bunch this season. I mean, granted, she did win a daily, which is great and fantastic. We support her. But at the same time, this episode, she didn't do that much. Tina? So Her being ranked that high... Oh, sorry. Okay, so here we go. I got to work. No, this is a collection. So what I was doing, sorry, everybody, taking all a four episode sample, and this is where I have them going power ranking going on now. Uh, Nehemiah is number one right now. Okay. Jody is number two based on control of the game. Uh, Number three is Steve because I think he's positioned really well in the game. Plus, just made a big power move. Number four is Ayana. She sent home two girls, but she's done it on like confidence and not even afraid, and she's smoked them both. Um, and then number five for me is Tina, because I think Tina is playing a very, very good game. And that's my, that's my Tyler's top five after episode four. Okay. Uh, I like most of it. I still think Steve is too high. Uh-huh. Um, and I also, no, I'm not sure if Tina should be on there. I think she's playing a really great game. I think she is too, but she's only won one daily. She uh, got second she place in episode one. She got first place. She also in the didn't second make challenge. a great choice when and when she was in power. Uh, she kind of just oh we're gonna play fair whatever. It, it didn't really work. Uh, does she have some power? Yes. Mm-hmm. Then again, if you take Tina out, who do you replace it with? There's not a whole bunch of people. Also, for Tina's the spot Tina's given us better commentary, better like her confessionals. She her one liners are killing it. So killing we have to remember it. it's it's not just. Performance, it's social game, it's camera time, it's so, every- it gave Ryan disintegrating uh, <laughs> uh so, yeah, the shorts. The shorts, was, uh swim shorts. Hey, so check this out. And which was great. That was that was amazing. So there's a uh there's a um a phrase we use for people who's like, you know, in hip hop, people, you know, would rap and then sometimes they would fall off and just not be as popular. And then they would have, you know, kind of a comeback, you know, get on somebody's song and do a great verse or whatever. And the phrase for that would be lyrically fit. And I don't, and only because I don't have a better word for what Tina is, but Tina is kind of that. 
She's been gone for a while. She came back. She is still fit to be great TV. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so just, just for the lack of a better term, she is lyrically fit to just come in and don't miss it. May even be as maybe the best commentary wise that we've seen from Tina. Uh, great TV. I don't really have her pegged to win a whole bunch. I think maybe we mm-hmm. get her for another three, four episodes would be great, but she's been great TV. You know what she'd be good on? Like the women of the challenge, kind of like a real housewives like type thing of like, like, like wives. You know I what I mean? Watch like the fuck out of that. I mean, could, I don't watch could, real housewives shows or anything But else. what I'm saying, but, but if it was like of the challenge females and it was like them and their partners and it's like five different challenge females that are like Tina, like great commentary type stuff. Right. You'd watch that and it'd be, it'd be hilarious. I, watch the fuck I out mean, of that. you it'd see great. her, her, like okay. her life is amazing, by the way. <laughs> I gotta say. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Let's go ahead. And move on to episode 18 of season 37, The Challenge. You guys ready to get it in? Let's do it. Yeah, Let's bring us it. bring us back in like this is our first. <laughs> Big shout What's out really good, to the guys. challenge group Unbothered. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, we're ready here. They're here for the ride. Let's go ahead and get into it. So, Emmanuel just beat Logan. Mm-hmm. And tonight is the Night of Champions. Somebody else got to go home. I'm sorry, what did I say? You said Night of Champions. Night of Eliminations. Thank That's you for a the WWE pay per view. <laughs> Thank you. Don't, don't ever correct me in front of my friends again. My B. My B. My B. I did it last okay. week too. I was my like, B. Um, you're so like, what are you watching? This, I was like, none of your business. This is a Night of Elimination. Every Listen, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And right now, everybody is on the menu. Team like Sapphire that. has been stripped of all immunity. Uh, and it's going to be a ladies. Uh, uh, one ladies, one men's elimination. They are going to trim the fat before they're going in. Uh, whoever is nominated, they get to pick whoever they want. Go ahead, before Tyler. we get into what happened and everything, we always talk about this production, adding little things. This is a fantastic fucking twist. This is yes. great. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I loved everything about this. Yes. Um, it was a surprise. We didn't see it coming, and it wasn't fucking lame. At least, not all of it. But the ladies are going to be up first, um, and everybody votes. And I, th- I think anybody could have really seen this coming. As it goes, Emmanuel voted Amanda, Amanda voted Tori, Devin voted Amanda, Tori Amanda, Nelson voted Tori. Big shout out to Nelson. Nelson has shown time and time again of how loyal he is. And let me just say this, just in case anybody gets confused. Don't ever question Nelson Thomas's loyalty. He has proved it time and time again, and he has stood tall on it as one of the best features he has, even to his own detriment, how loyal this guy is. This guy is so loyal, he hurts himself with his loyalty. Can't ask anything more of him. Um, It is absolutely commendable and honorable, and they just don't make him like that anymore. I don't. Now, does this segue into his dating history? I can't call it. But when it comes to the challenge and his gameplay, this man is loyal. I co- I commend it. It is great to see. Uh, Nelson votes Tory, and we're going to get into that. Uh, CT votes Amanda. Amy votes Amanda. Kyle Amanda. Casey Amanda. Now check this out. Amanda is the obvious choice. Even Tory just like just vote her. She's going in. Like it's not going to y- your vote towards any which way isn't going to matter. Amanda's going in. He still won't say her name. And even though, I don't want to say posturing, 
a gesture. It was a very nice gesture. Even though all the odds against you, you're still going in. I'm still not going to say anything. Fucking loved it. Uh-huh. Fucking loved it. It, it. I mean, and I think Nelson is becoming a huge fan favorite only because the authenticity. He's almost the opposite of Tori. When he does these things, it doesn't come off <laughs> as, oh, I want to... No, no, for real. It doesn't come oh. off as, oh, I want to make a nice TV moment or I yeah. want to look good when I do this. It just seems like it comes from who he is as a person. And say what you want about the challenges overproduced, people care about Instagram followers, yada, yada, yada. This is the stuff that I love to see, the authenticity. Oh. And fucking Nelson is full of it. In a good way. Full of authenticity. <laughs> full I was going to say, full of it. Pause. Just full oh. of all that authenticity. Can I? I'm going to say something. Then yeah. I want you to continue. And then I want to come right back to what I said. I want to try to loop around. Um, I believe, you know how we always talk about just like production kind of like tailor these challenges to certain people. They completely fucking tailored these to the two people they wanted to come back. Now let's continue. Amanda just got voted in. We'll come right back to that though. But Amanda gets voted in and she gets to call whoever she wants. And and usually I'm the guy to challenge you on that. And just, you know, because uh, uh, most of the time I think it comes off as completely ridiculous. It's pretty obvious. (sighs) If I was the type of person to believe that what you're saying is untrue, and you're out of your mind. I don't have a lot to go on here. But in memory, help a brother out. Because if you're saying you're not tailoring this to who you want to win, these two eliminations I was picked for these two people. Ugh. And it was really weird that the eliminations were different. Why were they different? Why? So they couldn't um, guess. Also, Why would it matter, though, though? The fact Why would that matter? That the puzzles are covered. You can't, so they can't help. I noticed yes, that on the other one facing, with Emmy. They were facing the other way, and the puzzles were also angled so they couldn't cheat off of each other. That's yeah. a, So that has been a huge question and a huge controversy on like Facebook and Twitter recently about people, fans are bitching that, um, or complaining or making their voice heard, opinionating, whatever. Whatever way you want to go with it, they're, they're <laughs> the doing fans that. Fans are bitching. Well, that's, that's like, some people will see it as bitching, some people saying. will see it as just putting their opinion. That's what's happening. And there's like a big argument of like people saying, who cares? Shut up. Stop talking about it. Or like, yeah, I agree. They're saying that challengers should not be able to help in eliminations. But they really shouldn't. But why not? That goes back to how good your fucking social game is. That people want you back in the game and they don't want the other person. But then you didn't win on your who, own. Who merit. gives a shit? And then people are gonna shit. talk shit about your win. If you so, write me a million dollar saying, check, Becky, if you, if I get a million dollar check, you can do every fucking puzzle for me. I don't care if I have an asterisk <laughs> next to my name. I don't care. Oh, Tyler didn't I'm just actually. Saying, I'm just saying that's, that's I, I think I what they say, say is not a legit win. I'm with Tyler on this one. I'd send you um, a gift card, Becky, if you help me out in elimination. Easily. Can <laughs> <laughs> you send me uh, a $500 gift card? <laughs> maybe, yeah, probably. I'm with you on this one. I think that depending on how you handle the game, depends on who, you know, who's yeah. going to help you. Um, it's something that's been going on forever. It's, not, it's like fighting a hockey. Is it necessary? No. Should we have it? Probably not. But is it part of the challenge and the makeup of the challenge? It sure is. Now, some people's points were, if you go back to Fresh Meat 1 and 2 and nobody was there at the elimination, that was really good and dramatic and everything. And to that, I say, yeah, I agree. If the challenge is set up where nobody can watch and help, then great. Fine. But if it's set up where they can view and help, who can, like, 
T- tell me when Leroy and Naya went up against Nani and Bananas in that that log thing, and you see the entire crowd freaking out because Bananas is getting sent home in the middle of a challenge. That wasn't great of them all being there cheering and watching. Well, it that's was. different. Cheering along and saying, go team, well, go. They were still helping. Different. They were still like, right. move your feet first and then your hands. They were still but helping. at the same time, crowd control is an aspect. It's kind of like having home court advantage. Yeah. And if you can get it, then fucking get it. You know what I mean? So well, it also brings that- us this Tory controversy of like, who does she help? And yeah, now oh, we get this drama. I, I want to both win. Yes. Hold on, wait. <laughs> So I'm going to get into it. So Amanda Let's comes down. Yeah. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Amanda calls out Tori. Stupid. She's also loyal though. She's so also she's stupid. She's, she, she's it, also loyal. She's not gonna call out Nani because Nani's a friend. She's not gonna call out Casey because Casey's dating Nani. Yeah, um, Casey's a beast. Like plus all, all reality in this elimination, the only person who she probably has Nani. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say easy win, but the best chance against has, would has be a fair Nani. shot against. Physically as a would be not against. Yeah. And you know what, though? She wouldn't do that for her friends. And she, she wouldn't do that to her friend. And you know what? I fucking respect Didn't the Nani shit Didn't Nani vote her ass in? <laughs> yes, but Nani is just going with the flow. Her, I don't Nani's give a vote, fuck you voted me in. Get your ass down here, bitch. But we're that's what we were talking about. But that's what we were talking about with Nelson. Nelson it, it, even if both Nelson and Nani voted both for Tori, it wouldn't have made a difference. Nani knew that she could say Amanda's name. It didn't really matter. She was going in and she doesn't have to ruffle any feathers. Well, you see Amanda like, crying in the confessional. Those is my only friend right. on this season. So <laughs> this elimination is called uh, a drone drop. And we've seen this before. And I War believe the, the first War of the World. Yes. Sorry. Thank you. My bad. Uh, the drone, which is laser guided, drops a football. And then it becomes, after the football drops, it becomes balls in. Which is fine. And this goes exactly as we thought we was going to go. Now, for the first round, Amanda put up one hell of a fight up until the point where Tori just picks her up and carries her. Johnny backpacked her. No, yes. that for, is was, not a was, Johnny backpack. It was more of a, you're she right. It's not, it's not as epic. She literally side babied her. It was more that of a satchel. It's yeah. more of a the, satchel. She, she, you know, she tore satchel. Her. Exactly. It, it wasn't a banana's backpack. It, it was like a banana's clutch, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, clutch. She was not but, on her back carrying her from, from her from her butt. She did not stand up from her butt, all legs, and pick that fucking kid up. She did not. I mean, but it's that still is impressive. not it's the still impressive. It's still impressive. And it's also think of the fact impressive. that Amanda's teeny. Bananas That's was not her teeny. Glory was called down. She went in there and she handled business. It but wasn't it's not a, a epic bananas. as a mo- It wasn't as epic as a moment, but it was just as yeah, fucking same, dominant. Same it was funny. That's what I say. I don't think it was that dominant. I, th- I, th- I think you. picking up your opponent and carrying them to the goal is very dominant. I'm going to say this, her I'm gonna say the, the size ball. difference between Tori and Amanda is probably almost equal to the size difference of CT and Bananas in that season. Almost exactly. identical. Almost also, identical. Also, props to Tori 
because Tori could have slammed Amanda down on her way down to do it, and she didn't. Yeah. Um, Tori Who's gets the to win. Rogan? Tori gets to win, as we all thought she was, and this brings me up to the end of this elimination, and there was a couple of things I liked. First off, I liked seeing uh, Tori be dominant like that. It was a dominant performance. She deserved all of the kudos for the win. Uh, yeah, Amanda's half her size, but Amanda called it down. But Amanda, she won with class, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Tori, Tori won with class, gave Amanda a hug. Amanda lost with class. It was mm-hmm. a great fight. It was a great elimination. I love to see it. She gave her props. But also at the end, we see a very humble, appreciative, vulnerable Amanda. And this was the moment she turned me. I'm a challenge guy. I have my biases. I have people I like. I have people I dislike. I have people I root for. I have people I don't root for. That can change in a season. I'm open to change. I'm open to learning more. And I'm open to liking people who I previously disliked and dislike people I previously did like. And seeing Amanda humbled and seeing her appreciative and seeing her vulnerability, this is what turned me. And I was, I have not, I've never been an Amanda fan. I was not, I'm not Devin. I'm not an Amanda guy, (laughs) but I love seeing it. And she fought her ass off in this elimination that she was never going to win. I saw more effort and more heart in this one elimination than I'd seen in her entire challenge career. She She always said, I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. And this is the first time she's like, I am going to fight. And she did fight. And I gave her that. She's, she, she was all heart. You got to give her props for calling out a girl as big as Tori, knowing that the possibility of going into a physical elimination was high. It, it just, no, I agree. I with give you. her props for that, but nonetheless, I also like the fact that they went with a football versus a bouncy ball. Because I remember when they did it during War of the Worlds, it it, ba- it, just, it bounced crazy, oof, yeah, like crazy bounce. So this was less of a bounce; it literally just plopped. So it was nice. Absolutely. All right. So what I have heard is that season thirty-seven has made you turn the corner on Josh and Amanda. Does this mean that we are officially retiring the time? That Josh tried to fuck Amanda in that clip because now, because now they're not not two people you're trying to make fun of and don't like. Now you like them. So showing that clip. Oh, I can still make fun of him. He was never making fun of Amanda. I know, but but it just. It (laughs) It was never a thing against Amanda. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I'm not saying you have to do it, but it sounds like a perfect ending to this full circle of like, I don't know. You know what? Maybe it's time to move on to the next funny thing. Josh is still a big crybaby. It it might be perfect timing. Josh is still a crybaby, and I'm not a big fan. But I do think Josh isn't Big Brother Josh anymore. Josh is Challenger Josh yes. now. And I love to see it. Maybe I love you have to have a special played... little retirement video. To... Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> the biggest problem with Big Brother and all of these people coming from there is they didn't know the challenge. It's a different game. And it wasn't big fans. They didn't play the game how we wanted them to play the game. And we've seen them as messing everything up. This isn't Josh anymore. Nope. Josh knows the game. He's still kind of a crybaby and Gets part of my language. Off. A little bit of a bitch. Versus but, getting him kicked off when he threw a glass at somebody's face. I'm sorry. Look, all that to the side. Still mad about he that. He played an amazing game. He's not Big Brother Josh anymore. 
He's challenger, Josh. And still not a huge fan, but I can respect the gameplay. Uh, with Amanda, Amanda's always been devil. And TJ, TJ called it out best. Hey, that whole devil shit, fucking bullshit. And TJ's on social media. But, but all reality, I, I, I don't want to say the fans deserve this. You know, the fans deserve to see the real you or the fan. But you know what? I feel like we got a glimpse behind Amanda's hard. I understand I think this whole Amanda. season we kind of got it. Like they yeah. were showing it all season. I, I get it. Oh, I'm a hard rock. Nothing could affect me. I hold it down. You can't fuck with me. I uh -huh. get that. And we kind of see that crack on Amanda a little bit. And she kind of let her guard down. It's still sorry? the devil. Her Twitter presence is still very much. She just the calls devil. it like it is. Uh, you don't have to be an asshole. That's still you can, I mean, call, yeah. you can call yeah, it like just, it is stop, without the, being nasty. Stop, stop, stop. The There's challenge is full of assholes, and we wouldn't watch it if it was a bunch of nice guys talking about, oh, no, you go. Oh, no, you go. You go first, <laughs> sir. It's not what we watch it for. It's one we thing if you do it on TV. Elements. It's another thing if you're being nasty on Twitter. <laughs> but I we can't see the fight. We wouldn't, give a fuck about her. we wouldn't give a fuck about her if she was nice. Because if she was super nice, she'll be Jenna. And I, let me I'm tell not going to lie. I have her muted. So Jenna has been gone from the challenge for a little bit. And not to shit on Jenna, and I'm by no way trying to disparage her, but no one has given a flying fuck. I haven't heard a single I miss Jenna. And, and, and don't get me wrong. <laughs> I like Jenna. I think she's cool. No hate towards her. But she left the challenge and no one cares. She didn't leave a huge mark. I mean, it's just she I made mean, three finals in her. She made three finals first in her first. Three. I forgot that she made three finals. That's how I completely forget and about did, Jenna. And she did it with terrible partners all three times. But exactly. She but relied a lot on I'm her social is, game. If you're just sitting there being a nice guy, that's Except not going to get you. That's not going to get you nowhere here. Amanda may have this whole devil thing. It was nice seeing the vulnerability. Hopefully, Follow. we see a little bit more, and she calms her shit down. But she plays uh, a really fun character. So uh, let's move on to the guy's elimination. Emmanuel is voted down. Almost in a fucking landslide. Uh Tori voted Nelson. Emmanuel voted Devin. Uh Emmy voted Nelson. But it's been landslide Emmanuel. He's going to do two eliminations in one night. Smartest thing the guys in the house could have done because I, he just yes. did an endurance elimination. 100 percent Smartest thing. But also. Uh, and I'm not trying to be a cunt about this, but I thought Eman should—I thought Emmanuel should have been given a pass. Maybe he shouldn't have tried hiding the entire season and not going to elimination. I'm fine with him being voted in. He's a I'm rookie. Totally, that he I, listen, no argument here. We're all on the same page. No argument with him getting voted in. But being for the fact that he just did an elimination, mm. I was—I would have been okay with him getting a pass. You can vote for anybody except for Emmanuel. To be, fair, to, the final. to be fair, they gave him a puzzle. So it's not like he was like too winded. Like they gave him a puzzle after he got to rest for probably about an hour. And, and see, and see, this one has the problem because you always talk about, oh, these eliminations are doctored and they're planned. And this really gives a lot of credence to that. Oh, he yeah, just but it did. also benefits Devin because he, it he, does. It does. He, he did saying, just do a saying, physical one. So. Those, those puzzle boards must have not been out there. Because when they picked Devin no. and they were like, oh, by no, the way, they had to move him out. it's going to be a puzzle. Everybody was like, oh, shit. Hey, it, Devin started laughing that. immediately. I'm glad you said that. Not only was those puzzles already out there, I don't think the bin and the drone was out there either. 
Yeah, because Amanda was like, what's the freaking elimination? Exactly. Amanda, Amanda was in for that season, so she would have knew a, a drone ball drop. Maybe they had like three or four eliminations picked just I think in so. case who went I in. I think you're 100% correct. I'm just they saying. had a couple of lined up. Who do we got? Okay, we got these two, and we're going with this one. Oh, CT's but, getting called down? Here's this circle you guys have to wrestle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, the last elimination for the girls was physical. And, you know, the last elimination for the guys was... was endurance. Was Oh, no, I'm sorry. The last one for the girls was a puzzle, and I think the last one for the guys was endurance. So I think they flipped it. So the girls are, are endurance, yeah. and then the guys are... Puzzle. But, the girls weren't endurance. This was physical. Well, but, physical. You but, know but what listen. I mean. The main thing is, the main thing is, I think Emmanuel should have been given a pass. I would have been okay with that. I disagree, but I agree. I disagree as well. It makes otherwise it kind of ruins the twist of like everybody's up for grabs. If they was going to put him back in, they could have did the elimination on the next day. I I mean, he got to do this elimination second, and he got to pick who he went against. He got to pick his poison. Still, he he just went in, but it it stops the the surprise. Because people are not ready for this. Giving them another day allows them time to be ready for it. What if he would have won? Somebody would have been like, that's not fair. He was warmed up. I wasn't warmed up. Say it was he a was physical loose. elimination. He was, he and was people loose, man. Like, My shoes weren't even tied. Well, he was loose. <laughs> well the, if it had been as... a physical elimination, Emmanuel would have probably beat him. And everybody were like, oh, it's because nah, it I don't was think a so. physical no, no, I don't no. think so. That rocket, that rocket run shit was exhausting. If that was was exhausting I mean, he look looked pretty, pretty refreshed if the, when if, he was if down If they there. would have done the same elimination for the guys, I think Devin would have still beat him. I wouldn't knock that. Devin, oh, out-muscled, Devin out-muscled Wes last season. Like, yeah. granted, it was his friend and kind of, but like, Devin's more scrappy than we like give credit to. Um... And here's the greatest thing about this, about, mm. and I, I know we didn't touch on it, but Devin gets the win here. And I just want to say, like, at, once we get to the end of this episode, this is like a big, like, middle finger to everybody that's like, oh, fuck Devin. He doesn't belong on this show. He's not good enough. He can't outrun everybody. He can't outwork everybody. He can't win eliminations. Fuck that. He has controlled this entire season. He has been the best player, better than anybody else. And I will stand by what I said last week. This is a top 10 strategical games by anybody Ever the one I don't, elimination I don't know about he's in, top 10, the one he's definitely killing it is a puzzle. A puzzle that he didn't get help with, and the other people were trying to help his opponent. Speaking of <laughs> he which, he didn't need help. He yelled at them like CT tried to help, and he was like, "Shut up, point, I got though. it." <laughs> but let's get to that. Let's get to that though. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get to that now. Uh, Tori has been smashing on Emmanuel, and Emmanuel has been smashing on Tori. I like how you and, said that. I like that. Thank you. Like giving and her credit, yeah. She's from what fucking, I hear, she's taking that. Still ass. smashing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, hers. <laughs> but Nelson and CT got on Tori because Tori was helping Emmanuel. Now, granted, she was also rooting off Devin, and she's like, "Oh, I'm rooting for the both." And Devin and CT both called her out. Like to me, the main thing is uh, playing both sides. P- me personally. I play by some different rules, non-civilian rules, just a whole different, uh, just a whole different thing. And some of our rules are different than what modern society dictates. And my world, playing both sides is some extremely sucker shit that has 
very big repercussions and consequences. Mm-hmm. Not grit, not granted in civilian world, it's not like that. And I get that when you're a civilian, you follow civilian rules. When you do street shit, you follow street rules. But I can think that playing both sides, even in the civilian world, will also be constant. Will also constitute some sucker shit, and that's the biggest thing I didn't like. Just pick a fucking side and say that's that's what you're on. If she would have just said, "Hey, fuck you guys, I'm fucking Emmanuel. I want him to win. I know I have relationships with everybody else, but this is where I'm at right now. I would have respected that." But the whole oh, I want them both to win. So I just they both can win. Let's give us some credit here. Do you shush me? No, no, I was saying, no, I was, I was jumping in with a point to follow your point. So okay. I know I'm like, I'm like, I have a point. I have an, like, this is like a, a light me. bulb. This is like Bing. Okay. I gotcha. just watched cause I, I have Pluto TV on. Like when I'm going to bed, I put on Pluto, kind of watch like an episode of the challenge. What's randomly on fall asleep. Um, X or rivals three was on, which isn't a season that I'm like too fond of. Um, but Nicole Nani's cousin, um, was kind of hooking up and kind of dating Nate on the show. But he was going against Nani, her cousin, and she stood quiet the entire time. She didn't root for one person mm. because she didn't want to offend them. And she's like, how can I not root for my family? That's my family. Like, and she felt bad not rooting for Nani, her family, even though she was like about to date this guy. And she just did this whole time. Didn't and move knowing, one time, didn't say anything. And I was like, that's how you do it. And knowing Nicole, for as much as we know Nicole Ramos' history, that bitch would not shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that she managed to what, just go, whoop, shows I think a lot 100%. of restraint. This is, um, this is, get out of Ex- town. Get out of town. You didn't I just mean say this. that. Pardon me? Respectfully. <laughs> Did you just tell me respect? Not you. Huh. Not you. You're the Never best of me. us. Not you. I'm, 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 I'm just talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm getting uncomfortable. <laughs> You better cut this shit out. You are so wrong. I'm just playing. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I was like waiting for like a pillow to get thrown across that room at you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tori could have said nothing, and then there's nothing to discuss. Yeah, she's not pissing anybody off. But Tori gets to win. Devin gets to win. Very glad for them both. Guess what happens to them now? They're going to the final. We get to start the final. Whole lot of bullshit between uh, that time and between the final started. Let's go ahead and jump into the final. There's like a cookout. Yeah, a cookout. Some drinks. TT became a cook again. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Once again, wasted time where the story wasn't pushed forward at all. So the first leg of the puzzle is, um, I mean, the first leg of the final is a puzzle. Got to match. Got to turn over these big blocks. Put them in order of the world. And match your countries to the flags. CT crushes it. Tori comes in second. And Nelson, Devin, Casey, Kyle, and Emmy. And everybody cheats off of CT's board. No, but here's the problem. Nani goes, CT didn't even cover it up. I'm going to cheat. And then she gets fucking eighth. How do you? How, what? 
You didn't <laughs> cheat. If you get last place, that means you didn't cheat. What the fuck? Can I tell you that How none of these people? How do you cheating? Huh? The, uh, I, I saw a tweet when that happened. And it was a very simple tweet, but perfectly described it. It's like, Nani is such a flop. And this is a flop shit that does it. Because you could have came in a lot earlier, but you fucked up. You had an opportunity and you flopped it. And that's exactly what happened. Huge problem with this final already, though. I'm going to state it and everything. I hate start and stop finals because production can skew times of, oh, you were ahead by five minutes. Oh, wow. You caught up and it was, you're only two minutes behind, even though it was four or five minutes. The problem with these timed finals is we get issues where Kara's solo win is discredited because Zach beat her by a lot. And then we come out to find out it was only by like 10 minutes in the first leg. And then, she, and then she beat him by, like, 20 minutes in the second leg. But we don't see, see that. That's the problem. See, it's the way they cut I it. Felt like, I felt like this final was actually well-produced, though. It is, but it, it should, there should just, it should be start, finish. And if you have to, like, get in a helicopter along the way, that's fine. But there shouldn't be, all right, everybody's here. Now we'll continue the second They leg. should show everybody's times and just not the final time. So that way, I I would be okay with that. Just a little thing showing where everybody is at with their time will give us a much better sense of where everybody is. They did it on World of Worlds one, and it was great. We saw that like after the first day one took uh, Theo, who was in first place, five hours and forty minutes on day one. Like, it was it was great. That was grueling as fuck. But uh, what was I going to say? Now you guys all, I mean, I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead. Moving on, helicopter. Oh. So, I was gonna say something. Oh, why does everybody not know the geography? Like nobody knows any maps. Like everybody Americans was flipping are it. Americans historically bad at geography. But that wasn't just well, Americans. I mean, like there were. <laughs> a lot of people are bad at geography. I think most of the countries were in Europe too. I think they had to lay like ten down. I think mm-hmm. like seven of them were in Europe. Yeah, I think most They're of like, them were in Europe. Yeah, and one was in Africa, and one was in America. But they couldn't and, and, put the uh, map together. And a lot of those countries were pretty easy to recognize, you know, Germany, Ireland, England. So yeah. why they was having so much trouble, I don't know. But the, then again, you're doing the final, you're already tired, you're brown, you're bound to brain fart. And I really think the challenge uh, really incorporates that into how they do these things. They expect you to have these brain farts in these high stressful situations. You know what would be better? Um, the the best thing, and I wish they would start doing this. Instead of that like bullshit we got in the middle, I really wish they would have shown them at home. In the middle. In the middle between sorry, this is like going back. Between elimination and final, that like okay. 20 minute bullshit, whatever. Um, I wish they would have shown them like packing and then getting in a vehicle, driving to the final, and then you give us like a 60 second clip of each person talking about what this means to them, what they're doing this for, how much they're ready for this final. And like, you kind of get like a, a warm up of like the end. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think it'd be kind of cool as like, we're in the car. It's go time. I'm so fucking ready to, you know what I mean? It, it'd be kind of yeah. cool. So like, it's like a, it's like a, a pregame like a show for up. football for football. Yeah. You get that yeah. little hype and everything. The Ohio state. And uh, no, don't, don't, for, <laughs> don't, don't, we don't, I'm not supposed to say that. I don't, I don't even, you know, I've never even typed that in my phone. I, I put stars over the word Ohio when I type in the, because I, I hate that franchise of a, of a college so much. I would, I'll just yeah. use that as an example. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm a Wolverine through and through. Okay. Let's just so. keep going. Sorry. I sidetracked. Oh man. Great fucking season for you guys. Yeah, I'm, Jim I'm, Harbaugh I'm, finally putting it together. It's great to see. Great I'm freaking to see. out. 
Okay, moving on. Uh, uh, checkpoint two is just running up the hill. Nelson takes the lead. Checkpoint three is the wire puzzle that we've seen CT beast uh, earlier, but Devin takes the lead. Um, I know you're not a big fan of these start and stop finals, but it was absolutely great to see the lead go back and forth. Yeah. And I thought they presented it really, really well. Um, I thought this was, I, I think the way they're producing the final has been really, really good for a start and stop final. So big kudos for them to, for that. Uh, when we get to checkpoint four, very interesting. There's two platforms and they're forming a new cell, orange and purple. Now the first four to finish is CT, Devin, Emmy, and Tori. And the, the orange cell was the next one, right? Yeah, yes. the orange one next. Orange cell. Kyle, Kyle, Nelson, Kyle Nelson, Nani, and Casey. It's, it's it's hard to believe in the in the uh the orange cell. I mean, the purple cell is fucking stacked. I mean, I think Kyle is a real dark horse because he always does pretty well on these finals. He's just not good at puzzles. So I think that's kind so of who who on that team is good at puzzles. It's, exactly. It's it's, it's, it's that's it's, why they're all there. It's a shit show on that team. But, you know, one one really good puzzle thing will get them through. But um, I think that, I mean, I, I want to give it to Hart because I think Casey really wants this. You saw her walking through those rocks like, I am not going to trip and fuck my ankle up again. I am not going to have this happen again. Me. She was Worst like ballerining through <laughs> that shit. Um, and she really wants it. And I see... That there is a fire in Kyle that he really wants to win. He really wants to do this. So I'm not gonna let him. I'm. I'm not gonna shoot him out yet. Like Nani and Nelson. I'm. Ugh. But I give more to Kyle. Maybe if they were better Casey. at puzzles, but like wanting something and actually being able to do it are two different things. I mean, Casey's. These are facts. Casey might be able to pull out a puzzle. I. Can I say? Can I make a claim about Casey? Uh, yeah. I think it's time to put Casey in the same tier as Nicole Zanata or whatever her name, like however you pronounce her last name. A physical beast that is terrible at puzzles. And, and that's, and that's it. fine. I mean, and Nicole just, and, and always kind of rides had to be timed out. Nicole always and, no, had but, to be but, timed out on her puzzle, let's be honest. I mean, you could, argue, you could argue Casey got timed out as well because she was last. Like, And there was no time to it anyways. The, t- the timing didn't right. mean anything. Day one was about establishing two cells. That's all it was about. Had nothing to do with your times. I'm sure if there was a 20-minute timer, Casey would have been timed out. Well, do you think the times are going to be factored in at the end? I think so. I think so. the times start now. I think the time, because what they're going to do is, I don't think anything we just saw matters for times. I think it all matters all on matters cells. matters for the cell. Now, and after, after this one, they're going to cut four people, and then those four are going to compete in the final leg. Is what I think is going to happen. I really wish that they would just do four champions because we need new champions so bad. We need new female champions. And we're going to we're, we're really get one. I'm hoping for I, a guy and a girl champ this season. I don't care about the other two. I, I think there will be a guy and a girl champ. But Tyler, I do definitely hear what you're saying. I do think we're going to see something that's going to allow us to have a, a minimum of four new champs. So um, into fun it. fact is that if uh, it is a guy and a girl each get a championship, um, this will be the third season in a row. Fourth. Season fourth, fifth, no fourth, fourth season in a row that a, a, a female will win her first championship. This will be the fourth season in a row. Oh yeah, because none of these girls have ever gotten one. D, Jenny, 
Amber, and then whoever wins here. Yep. Four in a row <clears throat> of female first-time winners. Amber is definitely one of my favorites. But yes. that's going to be the end of the first day of the final, season 37, episode 18 of the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. God, what a fucking terrible name. For <laughs> that's going to do it for us. X is three. Oh, Lord. Exodus 4 is going to be the shit. I want another rival season. No. Uh, they need to get rid of the spy ship, but let's move on to something new. There's a million and a half ideas out there. Let's go ahead and jump on one of those. My thing, why, and I, a lot of people online have been saying they'd, they'd be loving an Exodus season, and there's always people fan casting, and I'm going to make a video in the off season about fan casting as well, because I, I have an idea and everything. However, the problem is, production goes... Did you guys share a Coke one time? Man, they're lovers. They're going to be on an Exodus season together because now they don't like each other, but they used to share Coke. <laughs> but now they, I mean, Pepsi, soda. Not that, yeah. But. I mean, yeah. Rivals is a I little totally bit easier to cast because like Coke, Coke. everybody fights. R- rivals, is, rivals is you voted me in and backstabbed me. Now we're Rivals. That's so easy to sell. Then Naya bl- gave Leroy a blowjob. That's, that's an Exodus season. Yeah, they, they, they are. They, te- they hooked That's up. That's true. She did say she did say world class blowjob, allegedly. <laughs> That'll make you an ex. Allegedly, this <laughs> is like we dated. That's not even an ex. Though. Was, they, they did hookups too, though. Let's just be honest. You know what? That that, that literally is like that literally is like. Oh man, we don't got any more alcohol. Right, I guess we'll just <gasps> hook up real quick. Like that's what it oh, was. Damn. It was like there's nothing else to do. All right, finally, Roy, wow. let's go hook up real quick. It it, it literally was nothing. Uh, my point is. If you're going to have a season that is a legit, like, category thing that you section people in, it's got to be real. Like, it has to be, it has to be Kyle and Kara have to be a team. Like, we have to have people that actually dated. Oh, I think that. they'd actually make a good team now because Party Kyle's not, like, because, like, because, like, because, like, she's in a good relationship mm-hmm. and, and Kyle's in a good relationship and has a kid now. And I, Kyle wants to win. I think they would work really, really well. I together. think Kyle I would, think would die be to, to watch be out for. teamed with Kara. Like, yeah, I think I, I don't even, there would be no drama. And I think MTV would be like, oh, God damn it. Kind of like when they casted, <laughs> kind of like when they casted Brad and Kyle together. Yeah. And they were like, oh my God, this is amazing. We're going to fucking win this thing. And they were like, no, no, you're supposed to hate each other. Stop. Stop yeah. being friends right now. The already. only thing that Brad did to Kyle was like make a comment about sending him home next season for Kara. He just tied yeah, his yeah. shoes up. Like, it was thin. It was very thin. It was yeah. so, such a thin premise. It was, it wasn't even worth it. Um, oh, right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you all for watching. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LWC Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Love Ward Challenges. Cop your official LWC gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com and our website is lwcpodcast.com. Get your customizable challenge gear and accessories at shopthechallenge.com. And make sure you listen to Lovewood Challenges on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. App, please like, please subscribe. We'd love to hear it. Love to see you guys. Love to hear from you guys. Big shout out to the Unbothered Podcast. I want uh, Nadine and Tia had us on for their last episode. Should be coming out pretty soon. Had such a great time chatting up with those ladies. Uh, make sure you join the Unbothered Challenge Facebook group. Big shout out to Gamer Vev. Your God and mine. That's it. That's going to do it for us. Once again, I am MTV Malik. 
He is Tyler Louder. She Man, is no Becky at Giftmaster Bex. This is Love War Challenges. Good Bye. Night.